this is recording. Perfect. So we're good. You got batteries in that one too? Yep, we got batteries in both. Okay. So we're good. Levels look good. Levels good. look great. Woohoo! I know, right? Yeah. Look at those. Yeah, we got this. We can do this. This is all going great. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, this is episode five. Episode five. Let's five. hit it. We got all right, it. cool. So, uh, should we start out with uh, I'm on level 13 of Pokemon now? I'm still on level 31. So, okay. uh, so how's it going? Have you, you enjoying it? Uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's something that I look forward to during the day to take a break from okay. from work. You know, I can access um, one of the Poke stops from the lunchroom. So you just sit there in the lunchroom all day and just uh, wait every, what is it, I think 10 minutes before it comes. Yeah. Before not, you can do it again. So. Not all day. I would say... Good portion of it. Good portion of the day? Yeah, not all day. (laughs) I mean, you got to go to the bathroom at least, you know, 30 times a day. Right, exactly. So you're in the lunchroom, though, so that's nice. Yeah, there's the lunchroom, there's the bathroom, and then right across the hall is my office. So is it like a real cafeteria or is it just a lunchroom? It's a real cafeteria. Oh, so you can buy food there and everything. You can buy food. They've got a salad bar. Oh. Um, Tuesday through Thursday, they bring in other vendors to sell food, so that's that's nice. Actually, that's not too bad. So see, we just have a lunchroom. Okay, you don't have actual food. No, it's just got the spinning wheel of death in the uh, vending machine. That's pretty much it, you know. A buck fifty for that egg salad that probably should have been thrown out three years ago. Yeah, you don't want to test it. Yeah, exactly. That's so Russian roulette of food. Right. So <laughs> that'd be rough. So, so you've done your pokey stops. So done the pokey stops. I. So, um, any I, I, any eggs? Hatch any eggs yet? Uh, I did not look yet. You did not look. You've got to look for eggs. i got to look for eggs. i got to put them in the incubator, you said? Yes, you got to put them in the incubator and then uh, hatch your eggs. And uh, you hatch them by walking. So okay. sitting in the cafeteria all day is not going to help you hatch your eggs. Yeah, so you might have around. to just start walking around the office area. You'll probably make your coworkers wonder what the heck's going on. I'll make them nervous. Especially if you keep looking down at your phone. They'll yeah. be like, what is this freak doing? But it's okay. They'll they, get over it. They already think I'm weird, so, so that's fine. See, there you go. I'm okay with that. Right, so. <laughs> Weird's always good. Right, so. But no, it, it's fun, and I can see why why there's an attraction to it. I did see, however, I was at Best Buy yesterday, and I noticed that there's a new game coming out for the Wii called Pikachu Go, and then there's Eevee Go, which is like another version of it, but apparently you can connect with your phone app to the actual game itself to the tablet did you see that that's what i've heard i i i, I haven't i don't really have cool. it but it, the it, video that i was watching they were like sharing like pokemon and gifts oh that's so they're cool. sending like apparently the person on the on the game needed more pokeballs so they sent them pokeballs okay i was like that is super cool yeah because I, I mean but that would just be the logical extension <clears throat> of it you know if you're nintendo it's like well wait a second how do i cash in on this yeah well here's all these people with the phone and now you say you have to go get a switch, you know, and you haven't gotten a switch yet, have you? No, I have not. Okay, I but, ended up uh, picking up another recorder instead. Okay, <laughs> well that's okay because then maybe we won't lose an episode. So yeah, that's true. So right. then it will it'll be safe. It's a guess. So so anyways, but yeah, I've heard um, that uh, that you can do that with the game. I haven't I haven't played it, but I I mean I think it, I mean that's just so cool. It's like you got all these people they've got it on their phone, you know. Android phones, iPhones, whatever it is, and now you can play it and sync it. And it doesn't matter what it didn't look like; it had to be iOS or Android. It was just the phone, right? The so generic phones. It didn't say which brand, so you can just 
share through the app. Oh, yeah, exactly. But it's kind of cool because it, it adds a whole new dimension to the game because that's one of the things you... You know, I, I've been playing the game for, well, I hate to admit it, over two years now because I think, yeah, June June of 2016. I, I looked the other day. I was like, well, how long have I been playing this? I think it was June of 2016. But they've kept adding things. But after a while, you know, even I'm kind of like, well, what are they going to be able to add that's going to keep me coming back to the game? Because after a while, it's like, well, I can only walk around and hatch so many Pokemon. I can only catch so many. And, you know, I don't do the, I'm not a big one in the gym battles and the raid battles. And, you know, I'm, you know, that's not something that interests me that much. You know, I kind of, you know, I like walking around, getting my Poke stops, getting, you know, getting the Stardust, getting the candy, evolving the Pokemon. But after a while, even that kind of gets a little, yeah, little old. And well, now if they've got another avenue, and it's like you know, I own a Switch, so it's like, well, you know, now if I can play it, you know, because because you can't really play it in your house. No, and uh, I also saw that they're. I mean, as far as like uh, enticing people, it said on there that there are going to be some Pokemon's that you've never seen before. Oh, in the Switch version. In the Switch version. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And they have so, a little ball that looks like a Pokeball right. that has a button on it. Okay. It's a dongle that's supposed to connect between the game and the phone. Right. Right. So. I'm like. So. That's good. I mean, it, it's really neat. Um, yep. So if I get a Switch. See, then you got to get that game too. So. Then I got to get that game. So. So. Uh, well, you know what? Hold on one second. So you know we're we're recording this out on my three season porch, and you know we sometimes lost power. So. Nothing's uh, plugged in. Okay, but is, are you warm enough right now? I am warm enough. Should right? I should I call Grace and have her? Turn off the heat. Would the that intern? be okay? No, that's fine. No. Yeah. Okay. Grace, Grace, turn off the heat. So we'll, we'll have Grace turn off the heat. That way we're safe. There we go. Okay. So thanks, Grace. So, yeah. anyways, we've got the uh, we, we've got that going now. So um, I'm so glad that we have those interns. Exactly. That ought that ought to get us something. That ought to get us a good review on iTunes. Speaking of that, I mean, we should look at iTunes. And should see we? Yes, we should. We should look so and see what we've got. Uh, Second follow-up, though, uh, Euro Truck Driver. Have you? Euro Truck uh, Driver, I did download the app for the phone. There's an iOS version. So for my iPhone, I have not played it yet. I have it downloaded, though. Okay, but you haven't played it yet? So. No, I want to see how I want to see how bad of a driver I am. I mean, I already know. I well, right. So. I drive to work every day. And it's just, <laughs> I feel bad for the other people. In my rearview mirror, I usually see explosions and cars flipping, but... Yeah, I just figure it's other people. Well, I mean, you are driving the tollway in Illinois, so quite honestly, that's just standard fire down there. So Yeah, that's pretty much uh, every man for themselves or woman for themselves, right, too. I exactly. mean, just everybody for themselves because, man, it's crazy down there. Yeah, the, those speed limits are suggested. Yeah. And, and actually, I think what they do is they post the minimum speed. Like, if you at least do this, you probably won't die. Yeah, I think they actually pull you over for going too slow. I I've seen that happen in Illinois, where you know, yeah, where t- the cop will come by and like he'll wave you like go faster, go faster. It's like, well, wait a second, I'm already ten over. No, go faster. But you think about it, that's not a bad way to run a run a highway, right? If everybody's moving at the same speed and you know, and it's safe, just keep the traffic going. Well, yeah, so. in, in in the state of Illinois, they don't have quotas. So they don't have to hit that mark for how many speeding tickets. Right. I have a couple of friends that are uh, police officers down there, and they had mentioned that um, that's the case. They don't have quotas. It's suggested that you pull people over if they're speeding, but well, yeah. But you're... but the thing is, is that they understand too. Like I was talking to this individual that they said that you know, with 
you know, if you're going too slow, you could cause an accident. I mean, right. you literally could do the opposite. Right. Like, like I'm sure Dad has caused accidents because yeah. Dad does drive slow. Really slow. Yes. But he's cautious. He's cautious, yes. He's a cautious yes, driver. Mom was the one with the lead foot, trust me. Mom had the lead foot. So. And it's funny because whenever she rides with me and probably you as well, if you're going three over, she's like, oh, Mike, uh, or, or, you know, so I'm like, ah, going too quick. Like, you're, you're over yeah, the speed limit. Right. Like, I, I know. Right. Yet, I can assure you, mom had a lead foot. So. I'll guarantee it. Yes. So. Awesome. So anyways, uh, we have a review. Our we first do. review on iTunes. I, I don't know on podcast.com, which, by the way, if you want to follow us, we're on iTunes. We're on podcast. Podcast.com. And hopefully, oh, we're on, actually, it's on po, uh, Podcast Attic. Okay. And uh, hopefully soon Spotify. Yes, so. and so remember, search for Two Crazy Brothers. It's out there. Leave us a review, positive ones. Yeah. If you have a negative review, just email Mike directly. So yeah, he loves getting those negative reviews. I love negative reviews. So. Just you know, but just don't post it. Right. Email us, and we'll take care of it. Yes, we'll make sure that your negative review gets handled. So yes. But anyway, so we do have a review. Not that Maddie. Not that Maddie. Not that Maddie. So we've got to we've got to do a shout out for not that Maddie. Thank so. you for the review. Well, actually, I should say. Is it a good review before I say thank you? It, it is. It says, if if you like gaming and brotherly love, check this pod out. I don't know where he gets the brotherly love from. Yeah, I don't know either. But Right. But, but anyways, <laughs> you know, that's a positive review. Now, I, I will say, though, not that Maddie did forget to put the period at the end of the sentence. I don't want to be a grammar Nazi, but we are missing the period. Did he spell everything else correctly? Uh, yes. It looks like everything else was spelled correctly, and uh, he did use the... Uh, you know, it looks like we did use a comma. I'm not sure if it's an Oxford comma or not, but there is a comma that was used. Okay. We just were missing the period. So that's Well, that's well either so. way, uh, Not That Maddie, thank you for the right. review. And, and by the way, Not That Maddie, if you do reveal yourself to us, we will sign you. We will send you a signed headshot picture of Tom. Oh, and, and Mike. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, maybe just you. That's right, fine. Right. No, we will send a signed headshot picture. We will take a selfie. We will take a selfie. We will sign it, and we will send it to you. And, in fact, you don't even have to give us your address. Just give us your email address. We will just do it electronically. And then you can print that out, and you can plaster it all over your wall. You can have a whole homage to us. So, That'd be great. Unless, unless he's kind of one of those creepy people that has, like, an altar. Yeah, I, well, yeah, but, you know, at this point, he's our only reviewer, so we do have to kind of, like... Okay, so, yeah, even if you're kind of a weirdo, right, that, Maddie, right, that's fine. Right. We're, exactly. <laughs> Please. Please, Please continue the weird. Oh, wait. Maybe I don't wait. want to say that. But, well, thank you for the review. We'll just yes. end it at that. So, yeah. one, once again, like like Mike said, we're on all those different things. Please follow us. If you like the show, put a review up there. And and honestly, if you if you don't like it, you know, put constructive feedback. I mean, don't say just these are two morons that have no right recording a show. We already know that. I know I'm a moron. <laughs> right. So I don't need someone to remind and me. And we know we shouldn't be recording this show because I can assure all of you we've lost more episodes than I think we've posted at this point. So <laughs> Yeah, technical difficulties. You learn these things as you go. Right. Right. We're only on episode five, right? Yeah. Yeah, five. five. Right. I've lost track. So. I, well, because we've had a lot. Yes. But um, five that worked. Yes. So anyway, so we got the review out there. So uh, um, I am going to, I was at, uh, I, I, I don't know if I should admit this, but I was at Walmart today. Okay. okay we we're picking some, we we're, we we're picking up some storage bins 
um, uh, to, to put some things away in the house. And so we were walking through electronics. And I got to tell you, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is germane to this podcast. So um, they, so so Mike, you, you know the At Games brand, right? They're the ones who do those flashback consoles like the Sega yeah. Genesis and the Atari one. Well, they just came out with these packs, I guess is what I'm going to call them. They're calling them Flashback Blast. So it's not like like the Atari flashback that they've, I think it's a version, I want to say nine is out there this year. So they've, okay. oh, wow. they've had a while and it's got like 110 games on it, the old Atari 2600 games. Well, these are like smaller versions and they're like, um, you know, trying to do like a certain genre of type of game. And it's kind of cool. So they've got, so the, the Atari flashback one is what they're calling a centipede retro one. And it's funny because I saw these in Walmart and so I got home and I searched the at game I went to the at games website and they're not on the at games website or at least no. I, I, I can't I can't find them so maybe I'm just you know you know maybe I'm just not smart enough but anyways so this the they come with like 20 games okay a wireless game controller and you know they're HDMI 1080i I mean oh wow yeah so high def right you know um, so I don't it, they don't have the games listed, but each of these they've got three different, three different of these these blasts where they're they're doing like individual games. Um, you know, this one is you know they're calling it the Centipede Retro Gaming, and then an Asteroids one. But the interesting one is they're doing a Pong Retro one. Oh, cool! And it comes with you remember those paddle controllers on the twenty six hundred? Yeah. So it comes with the paddle controllers. And it's got like night driving and uh, pong and all the games that use the paddle controller from the twenty six hundred. So they're they're out there. There's three of them. Um, then they have one that's a non Atari one. They do they're doing a Bandai Namco one. Okay, that's a Pac Man one, like Pac Man, Pac Mania, things like that. So I, I thought you know this is kind of cool. They're twenty bucks a piece. I mean, so you know to buy all of them, they're you know it's going to add up. But if someone's only interested in a certain amount of you know certain types of games. You know, this is kind of kind That's of awesome. cool. You know, um, so so I saw that out there, and there's there's a lot of retro gaming things out there. The other thing that I saw was, did you see? They're 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 a little more expensive. They're three hundred dollars. Okay? okay, and um, for, for those of you for those of you on listening to the podcast, well, we don't have a video podcast, but I'm showing Mike what I found at Walmart. They're called Arcade One Up. It's a four-foot arcade cabinet that comes with four games. Oh, is that Rampage? That's yeah, so this cool. one that I'm showing you is Rampage, Gauntlet, Joust, and Defender. Wow. Yeah, so it's about four feet tall. Okay. So, I mean, it's you know, it's not... You know, it's not your standard arcade no, cabinet. No, you can put a chair in front of it. Exactly. For $300. Now, what I'm kind of curious about, I don't have the $300 to spend on this right now, yeah. but... I would imagine that these have to be running. I'd be willing to bet, and I got to do some research. I haven't. I bet you they're running something like a little Raspberry Pi inside, which so means you could that swap it out. You could buy one and put whatever games you want on it. That would be awesome. Because it's a it's a flat screen television. You actually build it, so it doesn't come pre built. So I was looking at the boxes. They're the boxes are about six inches wide, or about six inches deep, and they're about you know about two. Three, two and a half feet wide. Wow. And so you put them together yourself. Well, based off of that, then it's got to be a pretty thin computer. Yep. And the screen's, well, the screen's obviously flat screen. I mean, you can buy a 
19 inch flat screen for like I mean yeah all $50. you dollars well you could well if you think about it that way then you could just build the housing unit yourself well that's exactly but I was saying is quite honestly though I've looked at building these types of housing units they're more than three hundred dollars so if this could be where you could swap out whatever you want it'd be better off buying this kit at 300 and just putting like the a raspberry pi or whatever you want in there because but it's got real it's got the the you know i don't want to say authentic because there's nothing like the old arcade cabinet controllers i mean those things were rock solid you could literally pull on them till the you know to the end of time and they would never yeah. come off but they're they're built in that fashion you know with the you know the the single stick with the ball on top yeah. and then the you know the round you know the round buttons you know and and you know so they've got all of them and they've got i saw two different types there at, at walmart and i looked they're at other places too because i'm i'm sure not everyone who listens to our podcast is is a walmart you know shopper i is is not that maddie a walmart shopper i you know maybe not that maddie is a walmart shopper so uh, we'd we'd like to hear not that maddie if you are a walmart shopper so (laughs) so you know i mean you know when i was younger it was kmart and you waited for the blue light special this would have been a blue light special you know that's very rain man for you attention shoppers we have a blue light special arcade one-up machine in the electronics department. Arcade one-up machine in the electronics department for only two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. So, that's that's the way to do it. And and I don't know if you remember Mike, but they used to. They used to have this this cart that they would put roll all the around, junk, yeah, and they'd roll around the store with the blue light on top of the cart. Yep. Okay. So I you remember, remember that? It, yeah. Okay. So I don't know if they still have that. I haven't been to a Kmart in a while. I mean, there's I, only I one either. left in Racine. We used to have three of them. There's only one. Yeah, I haven't been there for left. a while. But um, it's not, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just not. It's, well, it's on the north side of town. You know, It's which, not accessible. Right. You know, I mean, it's 15 minutes away. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to drive 15 minutes to go to a Kmart. Such a long, well, right. especially if you're just going to, there's nothing else on that side of town. Well, right, exactly. So, so, but anyways, they got that out. And then. To top it off, something I also wanted to show you. So, you know, we've we've talked a lot about we've talked a lot about the Ataris, okay. But at the same time, we'd we'd kind of be, you know, and I know we've talking a lot about video games and and all that, but we'd kind of be neglecting if we didn't talk about the Commodore sixty four. Are they coming out with the Commodore sixty four? They're coming. They have a Commodore sixty four Mini that's out. Okay. Now get this. So it looks like the original Commodore sixty four. Okay. okay, but it's smaller. Okay, and it's got a joystick that comes with it, but it also has a USB port on it. You can hook up a keyboard to the Commodore 64. You can run, and it's so you can and you can also use a USB key drive to put programs on it, so you can download any programs you want off, you know, the nice. internet. You can run them on there. You can save things to it, so it becomes like a it becomes like a disk drive. So that's cool. So they've got you know, and I'm hoping at some point someone does this for the Atari 8-bit computers too, because I think that'd be kind of cool. But the Commodore ones out there, you can get a full-size keyboard, type Commodore Basic, and then yeah, and I, I mean it comes with 60 some games. Well, I think 64. I think cause it comes like the number Commodore 64. So you get 64 games. My favorite game. That was on the Commodore 64 was uh, Little Computer People. No, Little Computer People. You're gonna have to explain that. Okay, so Little Computer People was kind of like a, it's like an early version of Sims. Okay. Okay. And so you had this little guy that lived inside your computer, and so you'd have to interact with him. Like you'd have to, 
feed him and you'd have to you know you could play computer games with him oh. and you had to you know you know you, you just you had to interact with him my little computer people would die well <laughs> luckily i don't remember if they allowed that so but okay. anyways it was just kind of it was kind of something different because up to that point you know you didn't have games like that that really kind of pushed that whole artificial intelligence where you know they tried to you know and you know they they tried to make the computer person interact with you at a different level. Okay. Okay. So, you know, it wasn't just, you know, like, you know, so let's take Pac-Man, right? Yeah. So the ghosts have what are called personalities, but for the most part, it's one is fast. One is slow. One is, you know, gets scared of Pac-Man easily. One follows Pac-Man. Well, those are pretty generic. Yeah. And you can't really tell. I mean, it's not something that, yeah. Right. You know, whereas this, it was, you know, if you said, I want to play a game, he would ask you, what, what type of game do you want to play? You know, and it was this kind of this more interactive... Nuclear global... Oh, dang it, I was going to make a War Games joke. Oh, uh, you missed out on your War Games <laughs> joke, so... Now, that that is a movie. If any of you haven't seen War Games, you have to see it. We probably should add that to the list of things that we'll watch and talk about at some point. I think it's very relevant, to be so, honest with you, because, it. I mean, it's... At the time, it was... Uh, you think it was revolutionary at the time or no the game board well i think it i think it kind of i think it kind of showed people what you could do with a computer right because okay. a lot of people didn't you know they didn't know what computers really could do back then well yeah i mean because you, know? you can either play chess or global nuclear war i mean there's two things you can do with a computer well and even the fact that <laughs> you know even the fact that um um oh main actor matthew broderick even yeah even though the fact the the fact that matthew broderick was sitting there in his bedroom dialing up other computers that blew people's mind they're like wait a computer can quote-unquote talk to another computer you know we take the internet for granted i mean i'm sitting here with this macbook right now and i've got you know i can basically search any subject i want well in the early you know in the, the late 70s early 80s if you had a computer at home it pretty much just sat on the desk and it didn't wasn't connected to anything you, you know? just uh you just typed right. documents right you know whereas now you know it's like well you know like i was just showing you at walmart.com you know these you know these retro gaming machines or i can look up you know i can look up whatever i want online you know i mean that you know so when you had war games where he dialed into the you know into the defense department's computer and all of a sudden you know it's it's do you want to play a game you know or you think about it you know how simple the how simple the controls were to get into that you know it was just yeah. you know username and password and that was it you know well because i mean at the time did they really have to i mean would that be more factual they didn't really have to worry about a lot of hackers well or? no and 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 i gotta say what's funny is so um so you know you've got these things that are called firewalls today right where you know they'll sit between you and the you know the internet and they block bad traffic and all that well in college my first my first my internship in college my the computer i had at the place i was interning at sat right on the internet i could get to anything without a firewall it sat right on the internet wow. so i could bring up the the school's computer on my computer at work and there was nothing in there was nothing in between the two it was you know it was it was just you know everybody was down on the internet there was no firewalls there was no nothing in between you know today you couldn't you know no. you couldn't do that at all so and you know and that's just the 
you know, the, you know that's, that's the how, reality of it. So I knew that there was a group. I, I mean, I know part of the movie. I believe I'm. Oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't quote this. I should look this up for next time. But there was a group of people out of the Wisconsin area that helped spark some of that movie. They were called the Four One Fours. I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, as far as they're a bunch of hackers that attacked into a, um, an FBI database. And just to, and not anything malicious, but they did it just to show they could. Right. And I think a lot of, and, and that's, you know, I mean, we could talk about, you know, what does the term hacker mean? You know, I mean, we think of it as a negative term, but it really isn't. A hacker is just somebody who tries to see how far they can push a technology. Well, and some of them get paid, right? Yeah, uh, you, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, uh, uh, it's, it's, you know, there's, what is it? There's black hat and blue hat and red hat. There's different types of hackers, but a company will, a company will hire hackers to hack themselves to find out where their vulnerabilities are. And that's a very valuable resource, yep. especially now. I mean, with basically our whole lives being online. Well, it, right, and you know, and we just had, you know, I mean, Facebook has had their stuff hacked. Was it fifty and, million people? Yeah, you know, Twitter has had theirs hacked, and. I, I just logged into some account the other day. I don't even remember what it is. And it was like, oh, Reddit. I was on I was on Reddit and I logged into Reddit and it says, you know, and, and it says, well, if you want to access your list, you need to change your passwords because we've been compromised. And it's like, you know, every week it's like, you know, okay, which, which one of my services am I going to have to reset my password because they've been compromised? You know, and then which one of my services has been compromised and they haven't found out yet or they haven't told me, you know, so it's, I was reading an article the other day, the security professionals are, they're out there saying, instead of saying, if we get hacked, they're saying when we get hacked. And that's a, I mean, that's a much different way to look at, the at world. everything. And it's, I know a lot of them will try and hack for, well, let's say for Facebook and they'll get your password there. Well, and then they also look at your other accounts, maybe what bank or other things that you're, because a lot of people use the same password yep. and that's where people make a mistake is because then that way they'll just cycle through all the things that you have a history on right. on your computer and hopefully they log into your, you know, your bank account or things like that. So, well, but, and, and you can't blame people. It's like you, you need a login, you know, I mean, you know, the average person has like 10 different logins. Yeah. Well. I can't. Remember What's the easiest those? thing you do? You make the same password all the way across it. Okay. Yep. You know, and you'll hear these. You'll hear these IT people go. Well, you should have. You know, they're called password managers. You should have a password manager on your phone and on your computer and all that. That you know helps you log in. The average person isn't going to know how to use a password manager. Yes, I have one. I'm in the field. I know how to use it. Even though I will admit. I don't have unique passwords for every single account I have. I can't come up with a thousand unique passwords. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you know, the, the password manager can create the password for you and log it, you know, and create an own password. But it's like, well, what if I don't, what if I'm somewhere I need to get into the account? I don't have my password manager with me. Well, I don't necessarily, you know, I don't need this 16 digit gobbledygook of, you know. Yeah. So, is there a better way to do it? I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, some things can use what are called two-factor authentication, where they'll they'll send you an you know an SMS message, or you know they'll they'll you know you'll have to use a special program on your phone to generate a code, which makes sense, yeah. right? You know, and, and I you know I think that helps, or you know, 
the iPhone with its biometric, with either the the Touch ID or with the you know the face you know um, face recognition, face recognition, you know, um, you know, and you know that's cool, you know, and Microsoft's got it on their Surface tablets where it's got it's called Microsoft Hello, and if it recognizes your face, it'll log you in automatically, you know, but <clears throat> people are gonna get hacked. They're just it's just the way it it's is. It's just a matter of time, right? You know, so. But anyways, wow, that was a kind of went was, down a different hole there. Yeah, so. I mean, kind of a different adventure, but it's good. I don't remember how we even got there. We're talking about war games. Oh, that's right. And then we talked about logins and passwords, right? Yeah. So we do need to do an episode on war games. That sounds good to me. Yeah, we'll do an episode on on war games. How do we? Oh, that's right. Because I was I was telling you the new flashbacks that were out there. Yeah. So that's right. So and then the arcade machine. So. I mean, it's kind of kind of cool. I mean, I would love, I'd love to get one of those arcade cabinets. I'd be uh, that would be nice. That'd be kind of cool. So, um, but uh, yeah, you know, and and that's something too. You know, all these retro gaming machines that have that have come out. You know, because I've got, you know, I've got an Atari Flashback, and I've got the ColecoVision and the Intellivision, and I've got the Sega Genesis portable one and i've got the atari flashback portable one and you know and they're you know they're coming out with you know more and more of these you know um you know all the time and it's like you know obviously there's a big big market for it oh yeah you know i you know and it's it's funny because you know i mean you know you know you know my son morgan has no desire to play the the older games so but i mean you well the other day you were you were sitting there playing uh uh, Forza was it Forza? Were you guys playing Forza Horizon or Forza? Just, uh, or were you playing Forza? No, Horizon. you were playing Forza, right? No, you were playing. Yeah, we were playing Forza Horizon. That's right. You're playing Forza Horizon. You know, and you know, you gotta admit the graphics are pretty. It was on really the cool. Xbox. And graphics really were cool. I liked cool. it. Um, definitely blows everything else out of the water. Yeah. I mean, as far as car racing games, um, and I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's easy to pick up too. The controls. So I mean, I can't. Yeah. Well, and what's kind of what's kind of cool about that game too is so you've got the realism, right? And you can play it on ultra, like where, you know, if you have an accident or you know that'll damage your car and create a problem driving, you know. And you can have it where you have to actually shift gear, you know. You can have it a manual transmission, and you can set the sensitivity of the steer. I mean, you know, you can set it up where it's pretty, pretty sensitive, okay. pretty sensitive, or you can have it on. Quite honestly, I'll be honest, I played on. You know, if I bump into something, I don't want my car ruined and I can't drive. I just, because I play for fun. Yeah. I just want to drive the car around the track. And if you s- hit a light pole or two or yeah. mailbox, you're good to go. Did you hit some light poles and mailboxes? Which one did I not hit? Okay. That's that's the <laughs> that's the question. I did learn how to drift, though, okay. after all that. Gotcha. So um, did Morgan show you how to drift? He showed me the button. Okay. Figured it out. It, just, it was weird because the... Um, I wanted it to be on the opposite side. I would redo the the controller so then I can maneuver the car with my left hand instead of the right hand. Oh, he didn't show you how to do that? No. Oh, because there are. Okay, good. Cause yeah. It would have made it so much easier because playing the Wii, I mean, not that the not that Mario Kart is close to Forza. Right. But um, using my left hand to control as opposed to my right hand has made a big difference, so... Yeah, and you can in uh, in Forza you can you can modify all the controls. Okay. So you can set up the controller 
exactly how you want it to to be. Oh, so that's you can cool. Put, yeah, which is kind of cool. Or you can get the specialized steering wheel that are out there. I mean, those things are, I mean, they're like hundreds of dollars. The steering wheel. Yeah. To play a racing. But I suppose if you're really into the game. I wonder if you can, I wonder if that equates out to you being a better driver. I bet you it doesn't. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I can't imagine that if I drove any, I can't imagine I would drive any better on Forza than I drive in real life. No. So, I mean, I, I mean, I will admit in real life, I don't hit as many items, so it's probably good. So that is good. Yes. That's, that's an upside. Right. So, I mean, no, I, every time I've ridden with you, you're a safe driver. I mean, quick. <laughs> I mean, some, you know, tight fits as far as, you know, shifting through traffic, but that's, uh, you know, as my kids say, I have what's called Chicago mode. That's what I have now. <laughs> You've probably experienced my Chicago mode. So. I have experienced, and I actually exactly. think that I've started to shift into Chicago mode because, <laughs> like we were talking before, you have to. Or I you, mean, oh, there's no way. I right. mean, I would never make it to work. Right. They <laughs> would have ran you off the road by now. Yeah, I would be up along the side crying. <laughs> right. Um, and just rocking back and forth. Right. So, but that happens sometimes right. when I get to work, but it's okay. But anyways, I'm going to show you this. What I just what I just searched. Again at Walmart. I don't know why Walmart's coming up. Probably because I went there. But look at this. Oh, hundred dollars for. Oh, it's also got a gas and brake. Uh, exactly. The Thrustmaster Xbox One Ferrari Spider Racing Wheel. Hundred dollars. Nineteen reviews. It got four out of five. But look, it, it, I, I gotta say, if you're looking at this thing, I mean, you know, you know, Mike, it's got, you know, it was that an actual like Ferrari logo in the middle of the steering wheel there? Yeah. And it's got you know the pedals and. But where are you gonna set this up? I mean, usually I'm sitting on the ground or sitting on the futon with the controller in my hand. I mean, this you gotta like have like a TV tray or something. Right, exactly. So, like that works. Right. So, but there's people I'm sure that have got that set up. But uh, yeah, I, I guess I mean, if you're really into the game and if it keeps working for newer and newer models, well, hundred bucks. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, if I if, if you know this one said for Xbox One, but. Let's say if I could get something that worked on, you know, the Xbox 360, the Xbox yeah. One, and, you know, whatever comes next, right? Well, then I guess it's kind of worth it, you know, so. Totally worth it. So. <laughs> and and you think about it, though, an Xbox One controller, the wireless ones, I think are 60 bucks a pop anyway. So I suppose at $100, it's really kind of in line. So. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so. So anyway, so yeah, so we went well, through that. So. We went through that, yeah. Well, I, I don't even know the, the what direction we were going in, but no, I don't know. I but mean, this is pretty much how it goes. I'm yeah, fine with that. Exactly. So, um, so anyways, I I know last time we talked about Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. Okay. You know the kind of 2000, sh- not not the 2015, but the um the the 90 the uh the 1991. The 1991. I think it was 91, wasn't it? Yeah, 91. Yeah, 91. yeah so. So, um, you know, I, I know we're kind of shifting, kind of shifting gears here. We, you know, we probably should come up with an outline. Well, we did talk about video games. That's right. So, we um, talked about the Commodore sixty four and you know, the, and, the Switch and you know, not that Maddie obviously likes our show even without the, the yeah. the outline. I mean, we'll we'll excuse the fact that he's the only person that's written anything. Hopefully, we don't. Well, actually, I'm him. saying it to him. I d- I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I'm just assuming with the game. Yep, that's true. Actually, it could be a female. Yeah, I mean, it says not that Maddie. 
So it so could be a female. It could be like if it's not Maddie, it could be like John it or could June. Be Josephine for all. Josephine. Know. Right. So or uh, Matilda. Matilda. It could be. See, it's probably Matilda. It. It. I bet you it is. I bet you it's Matilda. So that would be great. That would be. Well, thank you, Matilda. Yes, thank you for the review. We appreciate it. So, well, we've lost another listener. So, <laughs> we're down to two. So. Oh, there we go. So we're down to two, and I'm one of them, and I am the other one. So. Okay, there you go. But anyway, so the reason I I had you read Infinity Gauntlet because you hadn't read it before I asked you to read it, right? Um, no, I hadn't okay. uh, read it before. Okay, were, were you aware of it at all, or I was aware of it. Okay, you were aware of it. Okay, good. So anyway, so the the reason I I said to read Infinity Gauntlet was because we were relating it to um, in, Infinity Wars, the the Avengers Infinity Wars movie, not to be confused with, with the Infinity War comic book, which is a whole different mess. right, which doesn't fit anywhere along with the movie. Yeah, I think Infinity Gauntlet fits better with the movie than Infinity War comic book fits. I agree with you on that. So, anyways, you know, the the big thing with Infinity Gauntlet kind of, you know, it brought out Thanos, which Infinity Wars, you know, they made Thanos the the bad guy. You'd been seeing him through all the movies here and there, you know, um, you know, they were putting him in bits and pieces, kind of alluding to him. He does look better now. He does. I mean, I. You know, I, do, I think he's buffed up a little bit, gone yeah. to the gym. You know, I think, uh, you know. He, you know. He, yeah, he definitely looks a lot so, thinner right. than, so, than before. But, um, Way to go, Thanos. Oh. Are you, Sorry, I, I just I was, distracted Mike because I, I just looked down because I just realized I have a hole in my pants. Sorry. but uh, Oh, my. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't know how that happened. So. I don't think we should call Grace the intern in now for that one. So No, but, probably not. <laughs> sorry, Mark. <laughs> it's all right. I was just like, are you looking at your stomach? Or <laughs> like, I don't care what you're looking at. Uh, yes, now we just lost the last two listen- or listeners, and that was you and I. So You're like, oh, man, I can't even review this. <laughs> well, I'm going to be lazy anyways. I'm not going to edit it, so it's going to go right. right up. Yeah, you notice I didn't say we'll cut this out in post, right? So, oh, no, because that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Then so, it tells actual work. Yes, yes. So, anyways, you were <laughs> you were saying Thanos looks better in this, and then I was joking, and yeah. Well, then we got distracted. But but what do you think of them bringing Thanos in to Infinity Wars? I like it. Yeah, I really like the movie. I really like how they they developed his character. Um, you actually could understand and see where the Mad Titan was going. Yeah, I mean he's. He's crazy. He's nuts. But in some ways, his his viewpoint makes sense. I, I don't agree with it. But he's, like, calling the herd for the greater good. Or what he calls the greater good. Right. Right. You know, and you, you can kind of understand. And you can kind of see, like, okay, I get where he's coming from. It's not right. I don't agree with it. But, all right. And I like how the Disney, with the last, especially the last two movies, with Black Panther and... Um, Infinity War have given their bad guys some depth. Yes. Some character. You can actually relate to them. Even though they're nuts and they're not right, you can relate to why they're thinking that way. Well, And I think that's an interesting point, because especially in Black Panther. I mean, you, you look at Black Panther, and I, I think out of all the MCU movies, that one's got, I, I think that one's got probably the deepest 
message for, for yeah for um killmonger yeah the um bad guy yeah definitely it's it's one of those where you're like oh wow this is this is pretty deep this is pretty deep and but you're good like, good and you're like yeah it was kind of a crappy right. uh, situation he was put in he was just left yep. to fend for himself like who wouldn't be upset right yeah. and, and you know and then you've got thanos now who you know you, you know his backstory about you know the the destruction of his home and you know and the you know he all this destruction and that he saw you know he's he's trying to find a way not not to necessarily make it well in his mind to make it right but it's really he just wants peace he just wants his version of peace yeah and you know, and, and, you know, and he thinks by getting all the five, you know, infinity stones and then being able to control, you know, well, you, you can. When you have all five of the infinity stones, you know, supposedly you can control the universe. Now, I think in the story Infinity Gauntlet, it kind of tells how the soul stone, you know, um, you know, is the one that ends up I, in Infinity Gauntlet. It's the one that ends up betraying Thanos. And, yeah. I, and, and I like that story. And I, I hope that that carries through with infinity war that would be nice and so then that would mean that um gamora escapes yep with the help of adam warlock well correct it is adam warlock in infinity gauntlet do you think it's going to be adam warlock in the movie or do you think it's going to be miss marvel i think it's captain marvel i should say captain marvel it's well it's gonna be tough because i heard that they had cut adam warlock scenes from infinity war to not give anything away so, so, I so don't he know. does exist. He does exist, and maybe he will just. But so, so then here's the thing: Do, will they just? Will he be? So, so you know, we talk about Robert Downing Jr. Yeah, and we talk about you know Hemsworth, and we talk about um, oh uh, Captain America. Why am I drawing a blank on the uh, uh, Chris Evans? And then we've got Hulk, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and... Ruffalo and all them. They've all kind of said that they're done. And 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 I don't blame any of them. I mean, they've done a lot of movies, and they've really taken this. I mean, the, what Disney and Marvel has done with the MCU is just fantastic. You know, what I mean, you can people can argue to they're they're blue in the face that it doesn't follow any of the comic books, but I don't care. You know, it takes bits and pieces. You know, whether it's Guardians of the you know Guardians of the Galaxy, which puts like three different sets of Guardians together, or you know, you've you've got you know that the Hulk story isn't quite the Hulk story, and you know, and um, you know, uh, you know, Nick Fury isn't you know, I mean, Fury, yeah, yeah. Nick Fury, Fury, not Fury. <laughs> God, did I just say Fury. It's so, okay. I had to give you a tough time on that. That's right. I'm still distracted by the hole in my pants. So, like, but <laughs> kind of chilly down there now. But um, but you know, you know, or Iron Man, who really isn't a major character <clears throat> in the comic yeah. books. But is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is this where they're going to introduce Adam Warlock, and he's going to start the new, the new regime? Or yeah. Whatever. I am surprised though that they let the other characters announce that they were gone, especially Chris Evans. I'm surprised that they wouldn't wait till after the movie came out. Well, right, because I I think it allows people like you and I then, but but maybe this is what they want. Maybe it's just a trick. You know, maybe they want us to question, well, what's going to be next? Yeah. Now, you also got to remember now, I, you know, and, and, and I just said it doesn't follow the comic books. The MCU doesn't. But maybe this is where they will. There's multiple Hulks. 
There's multiple multiple Iron Men. Yeah. There's multiple Captain Americas. There's multiple even Thors. There's a you know, you there's know, a female there's, Thor too now. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a female one. There's the Thor who is a, a mortal that's only Thor when he holds the hammer. The hammer, you know. So, I, I know he's got a name. I'm trying to blank on his name too. I wasn't a huge Thor follower. I I wasn't either. So the thing is, is maybe that's where they'll take those characters. They'll still be around, but maybe we'll have She-Hulk. I would love a She-Hulk movie. I would that love, would be cool. you know, I, I would love to see something unique. And I, I think they showed they can do that because Doctor Strange, while you need him, I think, for the Infinity Wars, you know, because in Infinity Gauntlet, Doctor Strange is who the Silver Surfer, which, you know, you know, we can go down a whole Silver Surfer and Fantastic Four tangent. I, I think we did last episode. I think I went off on my yeah, little Fantastic Four. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. So, um, you know, but, you know, Doctor Strange is a hard character to put into a movie form. I mean, I I, I never really read Doctor Strange because I'll admit that, you know, younger me didn't understand the whole metaphysical side of his existence and how he bent rea- he bent the view of reality to accomplish his his means i mean that's you know i mean that's like you know mind goes poof blow on that one you know yeah it does it's uh yeah it's interesting you know so would they do that then you know i mean you know adam warlock's an interesting character i mean it's basically a mortal that got taken off to space and turned into this i mean he he basically is head of the universe yeah, if you put it that way, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I, I mean, you you kind of read the stories, and it's like, is there anyone above Adam Warlock? Uh, well, the Titans, I, I guess, the Celestials and the Titans, right? Yeah, they, they would be, you know, they would be ahead of him. But still, I mean, you know, Adam Warlock becomes, you know, I mean, and and think about it. So, the most powerful guy of the Avengers and Marvel universe is called Adam Warlock. Yeah, you know. So, or does Captain Marvel? I mean, she's coming out with her own movie, right? You know? Yeah, that's true. Does she save the universe? That's a good question. You know? Well, I'm excited to see. Maybe Hulk Uh, will save the universe. Maybe Hulk will save the universe. Yes. Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting what the title is, too. Um, Hopefully that gets released soon. But um, we'll see, because it's supposed to release in March, is it? Yeah, March of next year, so... 2019 because it's not a 2020 it's a 2019 yeah because so, i i think they've released uh individual story movies for 2020 if yeah i remember correctly i think so so huh it'll be good yeah so but um but anyways uh, back to infinity gauntlet you know i think that story kind of hits on infinity wars maybe the closest you know it's talking about dr strange dr strange gets the avengers together you know, the Avengers go out there. Now, what's interesting is Infinity Gauntlet. I don't know if you kind of caught, but Hulk wasn't hanging with the Avengers anymore. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he had been banished, you know. And basically, from what I got in Infinity Gauntlet, is they wanted to arrest him and lock him up, you know. But, you know, so Hulk comes back, um, you know. You know, I think he kind of makes a line in there, like something like, hey, did you miss me or something like that. Um, you know, but you got Hulk, you know, you've got, um, you know, you've got the Guardians, 
um, you know, uh, you know, some of them, not all of them in Infinity Gauntlet, you know, you know, you've got the whole Nebula story, you know, Nebula eventually takes Thanos over because Doctor Strange, yeah, it's Doctor Strange, you know, shows, you know, uses the soul, the soul stone to basically manipulate Thanos and, and Thanos becomes this huge Titan celestial. And so in doing that, he, he's no longer physical form. He drops the glove and yeah you know nebula gets the glove and turns her you know and then there's this whole going back to you know a second before all of it started and but she still has the glove and you know it's kind of interesting how much of that if any i mean i could be totally wrong right this could be this story could be one of those that they looked at and went no we don't want to tell it that way yeah they could be huh it's gonna be interesting to see because i know that they want to trick us and at least make us not see something that we've already read or seen before. So. Right. So we'll see. Yeah, it'll be good. When it comes out, of course, we'll talk about it on here. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, we'll I'm see. I'm excited it. about that. Exactly. So I think uh, I think we've rambled for long I enough. I think we have. We were at about 50 minutes. 50 minutes. So it'll be a little shorter than our last couple of shows. Yeah. But that's okay. So, uh, anyways, uh, you know, continue to play your Pokemon Go. I will definitely, and I will play Euro Truck Driver. You know, every I have to say, every time you say Euro Truck Driver, all I can think about is the song Euro Trash Girl. So, okay. Which, uh, who is that, Cracker, I think it is. So, yeah, I think uh, Euro Trash Girl. I'm going to look this up, and then we'll go. Sounds good, because I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, so, yes, I was right. So, Cracker, Euro Trash Girl, this song, when it came out on the album, it was on, like, it was on, uh, it was on track, like, 51 or 52 or something like that and so they had all these one second tracks in between that you had to to track 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 before it finally got to the song euro trash girl so that's the beauty of albums and cds they could do that stuff nowadays with everything digitally yeah they don't have to worry exactly cool so anyways uh i think we're out of here i think we're this is a wrap all right guys so say goodbye mike goodbye mike